welcome to the Motherhood and Making Money podcast. My name is Kerry and I'm the founder of Mubo, a nonprofit that helps more parents find work that works for them. Today on the podcast, I am interviewing the fantastic Tamsin from Made with Grace. We talk about the highs and lows, the realities of running a business as a parent and how Tamsin has used building an online community to help grow her business. Let's dive into today's episode. Today I'm joined by Tamsin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do you want to tell us a bit about you and your business? Yes, I will try. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at things like this either, but we'll give it a go. I'll always miss something out. But uh, so my name is Tamsin. I'm 26. I live in South Wales and I have a little girl, Grace, um, which is where the business name not originated from I wasn't always made with Grace and um, that was a transition when she was born um so I've got Grace and I've got my partner Dale we've been together 11 years um so childhood sweethearts if you want to call it that. say that's, like, that's a long time <laughs> yeah crazy um but so yeah I've got my business made with Grace I've been up and running for a few years 21 um I started kind of taking the business seriously we'll try into obviously nothing's ever as, as straightforward as just going straight into business and you know making sales etc <laughs> but I am um, so I've been trying to make a thing of it since 21 properly been crafting and, and doing the odd bit here and there for about four or five years um but I went full-time with it last June I decided I couldn't any longer do it alongside a full-time job or even a part-time job um bit the bullet and yeah I went full-time self-employed in June last year um business is it's it's been all sorts of things to be honest it's always been personalized items I started off by making like photo frames like scrabble frames um and then in 2021 I went into drinkware and that is kind of where my niche is now I've narrowed it down quite a lot um I think when I started taking it seriously I was trying to juggle everything trying to offer everything but I kind of only probably about six months ago realized that it wasn't working I think I needed a niche I needed something that people knew me for I suppose mm-hmm. um so yeah it's, it's um primarily drinkware and accessories I'm trying to expand into other things um this year but yeah at the moment it is it's mostly drinkware and personalized accessories key rings bits like that fantastic were you like crafting as a as a hobby is that yeah. how you got into it yeah I um I think it was I was about 21 so yeah probably about five years ago I find myself I, I just didn't have a hobby I didn't have anything to do outside of my full-time job um I've always kind of suffered I don't like the word suffered but I've always had mental health um I've always you know not been able to focus my mind properly and I, th- I just wanted a distraction something to do and something to say this is my hobby so yeah it, it was never intended to be a business it was just something to do something to fill my time um make a little bit of extra money here and there um but yeah it was it started as a hobby and then just expanded it's still my hobby it's still my passion but on a much larger and busier scale I suppose yeah and how did you make those first like steps into thinking oh you know like I've made this thing and I could sell it yeah I think I well I I started just doing it for family and friends um you know um I worked in a a large contact center at the point at, at that point so I knew a lot of people and I made an Instagram account and I was posting on there and I was kind of like 
just constantly like shoving it down people's throats to be honest um and yeah it was just kind of word of mouth um I realized that I really enjoyed doing it and just thought you know I can't afford I suppose to keep doing it for free I did for a very long time give things away just so that they you know pop up a post yeah. on Facebook or Instagram and just I think word of mouth is very um important especially in my type of business word gets round and I think as soon as one person wants it everyone wants it and I find myself with all these orders and I was like oh my god <laughs> it was crazy but yeah it kind of just happened it's brilliant I think there's so many people particularly parents as well who might have this kind of creative outlet and they mm. are probably having the same kind of thoughts like could I should yeah. I like is it a possible thing so it's fantastic yeah. to, you know here that obviously it's taken you some time to do but you've been able to turn it into your you know your full-time business what happened in the last six months that that really made you think okay it's time for me now to go all in on made with grace um so take it back to when I uh, went like fully self-employed no other like side job I I was in a part-time job so I got made going back a little bit going off on a tangent slightly but I got made redundant just before I had my little girl so I got pregnant during covid um I was furloughed right right from my um pregnancy basically all the way through which was lovely (laughs) to not have to step foot in a workplace during my pregnancy it was it was lovely but obviously it was it was a worrying time for everyone Um, I got made redundant then in the December and I was due to go on maternity in the January um but it was voluntary redundancy it was you know there was nothing there it was that was all fine no hard feelings or anything between my old employment um and I obviously just went on maternity because I just had a newborn (laughs) but as I was on maternity I was thinking right I, I don't know what I'm going to do now like I I need something for the end of this maternity I can't just stay on maternity forever as, as nice as that would be um and I found myself in my downtime on maternity getting more creative because yeah it was 21 when my little girl was born that I went into doing the drink queer and I absolutely loved it um so come to the end of my maternity um I I did go back into a, a part-time job but I just I don't think I was ever fully happy in a, a normal job I hate calling it that because every job you know is valid and normal oh I need to sorry I need to plug my laptop in it's gonna die <laughs> sorry no problem I don't want that happening do we <laughs> um sorry we're back in the room <laughs> um yes yeah, so I never really find myself extremely happy going into work I was trying to still make a thing of made with grace whilst trying to work and then also I had grace so I was trying to juggle all these plates and just failing miserably I so badly wanted to come home from work and start like making and um, enjoying it but I just started resenting it and I thought I, I don't it was either stay in a normal job or um and like give everything up basically sell all my stock my materials my machinery which I had spent years building up and so much money on it was either sell up and just accept it and just accept I suppose it didn't work or go full force with the business um leave my job and yeah just just make a go of it and it was really really hard for the first June July or 
first four months probably it was really really difficult I set up a website and I just assumed I kind of assumed that it was just going to go amazingly and that I was going to get loads of sales and loads of traffic and it just didn't happen um being perfectly honest and again it came like September time and I was ready to give it up again I was ready to start looking on Indeed for new jobs um even though I'd kind of put this thing out there that this was my full-time job now I told everyone like on my business pages because I, I want I was excited about it I wanted everyone to know that this was now like you know my, my life mm. um but I went on TikTok and that is what changed my business completely I had 800 followers which at the time you needed to go live yeah. um and I saw all of these other amazing businesses going live and I was like I probably can't do that, but I'll give it a go. Um, and don't get me wrong, it was about three, four weeks of <laughs> about six people watching me, and they were my mum, my boyfriend, my sister-in-law, my niece. Like it was not embarrassing, but it was a bit awkward for a while. And then one day, I was I set up a TikTok shop. I went on live, and five hundred people joined, and I was like whoa <laughs> at this point I you know I'd had a hard few months I hadn't had many sales I was just getting by um with the support of obviously my family and I was like right this this can be something like this can definitely be something it's, it's wild but it just shows I think I came off that live and I'd had like 50 sales and I remember just being absolutely buzzing and just like messaging everyone I knew <laughs> and yeah. telling them because it just didn't feel real and I just I kind of just had a word with myself and I was like look if this is what you need to do now if this is working and this is how people want to buy from you then just go full force with it and I honestly I've just I've not looked back since it is wild it is a wild place it's full of such nice people I've met some other businesses through there that I absolutely adore and you know we all support each other I've met customers retaining customers so when I friends like it's just it's a minefield but it's just it's amazing <laughs> it's such a uh well it's a, such an interesting topic I think because I know a lot of pretty established business owners and some of them are very anti-tiktok and I yeah. and I I've never been able to quite understand why um like what it is about it that's so almost polarizing for a yeah. lot of people like oh you know I'm not going to do TikTok it's just for like dancing around doing this that and the other now <laughs> I particularly love people who are dancing <laughs> yeah. I mean I was interested from the get-go and I've always said I've been saying for a couple of years I'm like I think I was actually supposed to be like TikTok famous like <laughs> yeah. at home dancing around my living room. <laughs> no one wants to watch I'm like but that would be my dream right <laughs> But when I talk to people about it, because we've had, we're only tiny, but we have been, you know, doing the social media thing. And that has been pretty much been my job for quite a few years. Yeah. And so I, I understand, you know, how a platform works, what we what you need to do to kind of fuel it, you know, looking at the data and all that kind of stuff. So TikTok has always really wildly interested me just because the algorithm and the way that they catch people is so different and mm. so unlike any other platform that yeah. I think it gives people, like you're saying, a chance that they don't have on other platforms. Yeah. So we particularly have a lot of business owners and they're Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. I'm like, you cannot grow organically yeah. from a small account on Instagram. Like, yes, you know, there are some unicorn kind of businesses that go in and can, can kind of have some kind of job. But I have been or we have been using instagram for business for many years the growth is so painful 
you yeah. know, like to put all this effort in and be doing reels and videos and lives and still producing still content like it's so time consuming and yeah. then you might get three people who look at it and you're just like why am I doing this yeah and no TikTok, you will really fuel you this yeah. very clever in it's you know pushing its customers I've noticed with you know with our account which again isn't a big account but I think for, you know, for product-based businesses, it's a really interesting marketplace, like you were saying, to be in. So congratulations to you. Thank you. I think the great thing with TikTok is that you can just be you. You can be raw. You can be authentic. And people prefer that. I think Instagram can sometimes just be so filtered and edited and everyone wants to get the great product shots. They want to go on their stories, looking a million dollars and because that's what they think their audience wants to yeah. see. Whereas like TikTok, and again, uh, it took me a long, long while to realize that because I was going on TikTok and you know I wouldn't show my face without a filter or makeup on, or you know I'd have to have like a really, really clear desk to do a video, or I'd want to be outside and all these flowers. And it just people don't want to see it. People want to see the mess up. They want to see the real you. They want to get to know you. And I think I say this a lot that people buy into me and I'm not saying that as if like I'm amazing yeah. and people want it's to buy off me true. so but it, you can it's preach just so that personal. one it's just yeah. so like I'll you know set my phone up and I'll have no makeup on I could be in my pajamas my hair could be wet and I'll go on live and I'll have people stay on there and chat to me and and you know the orders that come in during the live because you're able to showcase what you're making um people I think appreciate more because they're seeing it being made in real time they appreciate how much effort goes into it it's not just now I've had before numerous times people saying oh you're just sticking stickers on a cup and I'm like oh, okay <laughs> like I don't there's nothing before that I'm just buying stickers and sticking them on a cup I get it constantly but I think the people you know the the pure people who are watching you realize and I think they want to support you for you and especially knowing that you know I'm supporting a, a family and um people not that I show grace on there very often but people get to know grace in a sense they're asking about grace they just I think they just get a bit invested and I think it's it's lovely you know there is there's downsides to it there's always going to be people who don't like what you do and try and come in and bring the mood down but I just I just laugh it off I never used to but I just think what is that what, yeah. what does that comment affect me kind of thing yeah absolutely and how much of um a how much of your business now do you think you you get from using TikTok as your kind of platform? 80-90% probably, which I never would have thought in a million years would be the case. Um yeah. I think that's it's not just purely TikTok's, I don't want to say fault, but I think it's partially my fault for not advertising the website as much, but I'm at, at the moment I'm kind of thinking I can't like physically can't do both um I can still obviously fulfill website orders but I don't want to be 100% advertising both platforms because of how much of a strain like I am a, I'm just one person I, I don't get any help in terms of making packing I, I, I do nearly 90% of it myself mm. um and TikTok has a really tight turnaround so my my website used to, well, no, it still is 10 to 14 working days because of how busy I used to be on my website. So, you know, the, the amount of time that things take to make and order in. Um, but TikTok's four working days, like a massive jump down for me. Um, so I, I'm making it work, just about, <laughs> but I'm making it work. 
um but it is it's tight and that is why a lot of businesses like mine don't use or like tiktok shop um i've got a tiktok shop manager and she said businesses like yours are hard to come by on tiktok which i think is another reason that a lot of traffic gets driven my way because people are seeing it and thinking oh my god i can buy this on tiktok shop and tiktok shop is so easy to buy from um yes i know so- i bought for yeah. it <laughs> same i i had to take my apple pay off thing she's like i can't do this anymore like i want everything yeah. sometimes i'm like what if i actually i'll click in the orders thing and think what, what have i ordered you know because sometimes <laughs> it's like it, you've got quite a long lead time or with some of them of when they're gonna of when they're gonna arrive and then something yeah. will turn up and i'm like Oh, I've it turns over like this big pants. Like, bang. <laughs> like what on earth is that <laughs> no I I had to take my apple pay off it because it is just it's far too convenient um which is great and for convenience um yeah. I think that's why a lot of people prefer that over the website but I think ultimately for me it's my turnaround because you're not going to go to the website and wait 10 to 14 working days when you could wait four mm-hmm. um and they offer just so many discounts like tiktok cover a lot of like coupons free shipping it's there's just it's so in, inviting um i just i can't i can't rave about it enough it's not for everyone i know there's businesses who couldn't hate it more um but yeah. then you know i'm not as fond on other selling platforms yeah. so everyone has their own preference i think and what works for them yeah. um and tiktok just so happens to be mine <laughs> yeah it's brilliant though to to have that and also to be able to see that it's given your business this real tangible boost yeah no definitely you know, I, th- I think people struggle with with other platforms because quite, quite often businesses are doing the thing like we mentioned earlier and you're not seeing that result yeah so- no it, it- it gets addictive I think seeing the growth like I started this year with 3,000 followers and I just hit 13 so to see that that can happen and the sales as well to see that you know what can be at this level of followers I always think a year from now yeah. what could be even more so I think it, it is just it does become a bit addictive and, and TikTok lives again people some people don't like it some people don't have the confidence to do it which is absolutely natural like I didn't for a very long time but I think once you start going live and you see the numbers like creeping up and some people say to me how do you sit there and have 300 people watching you and I'm like I would rather that than be on there and have 10 people watching me I think it, it it's almost like an adrenaline thing like I, yeah. I come off and I'm like I, I just I don't know I feel like I can't sleep <laughs> like I'm just just it's so many things going around my mind um yeah. but it is it's it's incredible it's wild <laughs> I hope it never goes <laughs> and what and how often do you do things like going live on TikTok do you have like a routine that you do for the business in order to keep it going or is it like an as and when thing for you yeah it's more an as and when like when I come off this podcast I'm gonna jump on for like an hour hour and a half I tend to go on in the evenings when Grace is in bed just yeah. because well she's in nursery at the moment but I find it easier at night time just to kind of obviously my partner's here I'm not just leaving her in bed and if she's crying just letting her get on with it my partner is here and he's amazing he's so supportive he will you know take the fall as soon yeah. as he's home um but I tend to go on in the evenings like every other day I don't have a set routine only because I think people do get um a bit like what's the word they kind of expect it's an expectation if you're not on like 
I've had occasions where people have messaged me and they're like, where are you? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. It's just, you know, something's come up, like come up at home, Grace isn't settling or, because although Dale's here, I can't just sit yeah. on alive if I can hear Grace screaming. <laughs> so yeah. um, I don't have a set routine as such. It's just, yeah, as and when. And most of the time, TikTok will notify people that I'm live. So it'll then invite them to join. Um, but no, it's just just winging it as as everything, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. And what do you, you mentioned briefly, like the kind of things you do on a live video, but yeah. how do you think you've kind of grown into feeling comfortable with, like doing the lives and also like how you actually do them like are you physically making profit are you doing a lot of talking to camera making profit making product <laughs> you're also making profit yeah um yeah I think that it's just come with time you know when I was when I first started doing the lives I wasn't even making orders I was I was making I, I was making orders I always um I love the saying fake it till you make it I absolutely yeah. love it and I live by it and I tell you know I, we've got like a little crafting community and people in there are getting really down about not having sales and I'm like just make something put it on your story and pretend you sold it you know yeah. this is I don't know who Katie is but this is Katie's order and I hope she loves it I'm I was doing that for a very long time even like I'm outing myself a bit here but even TikTok videos like pack an order with me it was, yeah. it was a cup that I was probably gonna then drink out of but it's just the practice and making yourself believe that that is going to happen one day. Um, I was shaking like nobody's business when I used to go on live and making mistakes left, right and centre and getting really uptight about it. But again, people like to not like to see you mess up, but they like to see that not everything's pitch perfect and, you know, it can't all go right every single time. Yeah. Um, but I, I do a lot of talking. I don't you know I can't get as much done probably in a life that I can when I'm not distracted but it's also nice to have that normality of of company I suppose when I'm working because it can get really I'm sure you know it can get really lonely when you're self-employed and you miss that interact so that is kind of my walking into the office and talking to lots of people um but yeah it's just come over time and you know it it took a long time but I'm there now I think I'm just past the point of caring if if I do mess up or if I do take longer to do something I just people like it I think yeah and we're thinking about you know you talked there about making occasional mistakes you know starting off doing your orders and really just I suppose getting your fingers in and giving it a good go yeah um, if someone is you know like sitting at home listening to the podcast and they're like I've always wanted to try TikTok but I've been too scared like what would you say about you know just getting started have you got any like tips or any advice just consistency posting like I again when I first started I didn't really take it seriously I took it like Instagram I take post a video once every couple of days mm. and not much thought went into it I just posted it but I think I still have no idea on the TikTok algorithm I I don't think I ever will unless somebody cracks the code and leaks the information yeah. I have no idea but I just just post anything I do now I don't get me wrong I try and make my content interesting and um I also try and make it interesting not just for my customers but for other businesses trying to I think people like to see how things are done little tips and tricks I love watching stuff like that I've learned loads from TikTok um but I think yeah just keep going I know it's really cliche and not a lot of people want to hear it just do it but I, that is the only way yeah. to get you know into it I think 
I always advise people now to go live because I think it there's just endless opportunities even if you don't have a TikTok shop I'm TikTok are a bit funny about you diverting traffic to other platforms I've had a few tellings off when I mentioned my website you do um but there's ways around it you know there's little keywords that people use now to divert their traffic um but yeah I think TikTok live changed my business and I that is hands down the reason I am where I am now I think if it wasn't for me just ripping the band-aid off and just going with it I would be back in a normal normal job again um you know really gutted about the fact that it didn't work Mm. um yeah just just do it just be yourself as well don't try and be a, a carbon copy of someone else I think a lot of businesses starting out businesses see other people doing well and then try and do exactly what that business is doing but people see straight through it um I think just be unique to yourself do like now I've learned I just do products that I like because I know I've kind of found my audience who are quite obviously similar to me otherwise they wouldn't watch you know if they didn't like me um and how I am and my likes and interests I don't think they would watch me because why why would you watch someone that you don't you don't like yeah. or don't you can't relate to I think I, I can be and again I'm not tooting my own horn but I'm just quite relatable I'm just yeah. just normal I'm I've never since the moment I hit live six months ago I've not changed I'm the exact same person um so yeah just just be you I suppose yeah. it feels more playful I think than the other platforms I think there's the space there to test things out you know and yeah I yeah, think definitely. you have a longevity of your content there that you just don't get in other places. You know, I certainly yeah. see with people, you know, if I go and look on our account and I, I see someone who's, you know, you can see a video that you've done a while ago, pick up, you know, out of nowhere. And you're like, where, where, yeah. what has prompted that? You know, to no, definitely, definitely. That's why I, I think I read somewhere once that if you post a TikTok video and, you know, in the, in the first two hours, it gets no views, just don't be disheartened because it can just, it could just be picked up from anywhere. Um, yeah. I think another thing that I learned shortly after starting was engaging with people as well on my videos. I think I used to get a lot of comments and I would just like them and just, even if it was just a comment of a heart, um, I would just like it and just leave it as it was. Yeah. But now it's replying to them comments because apparently, I don't know, it boosts it <laughs> um, at yeah. the algorithm. Or Not only just that, but people want to be interacted with, otherwise they wouldn't interact with you. So it's just... I think it's just you know yeah. being being nice <laughs> yeah. and I think with a lot it does feel very community led over there yeah. I was a bit scared I've got so before I started because yeah. you won't remember this because you're a youth but there was <laughs> there used to be a platform like when Instagram was out and it was called Periscope and it was very much and it was just live broadcasting so it was an app right. and you could literally just go live so there was nothing else you could do and it would give you, uh, like, it got bought out by Twitter in the end, and it would give you hundreds of people on your broadcast in seconds. Like, they would just... Really? That is terrifying. <laughs> it, and it was. Like, I used to do it when we were really early stage in this business. And we'd do these videos, and I'd be there talking about, like, starting a business after you become a mum, and what, what some good business ideas were. And I would just get... And it was just like all men who would come onto these broadcasts and they would say the most brutal things and they would stay on the screen, you know, much like your TikTok life. So other people could read them and having to like carry on. And I'd be like, 
like you're a news reader, Kerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're reading the weather, like nothing can distract you. We're going to give this, we are not going to read. But it's occasionally, so though, isn't it? you could almost clock that I'd read the comment and then my face yeah. would change and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. you've kind of got to bring yourself back to reality I get it I to be I don't get it as much as some obviously much bigger creators get um but I get the odd comment and I just at first I was like oh my god I just wanted to like the grind to swallow me up but now I think because I've got such a good community of people watching me I don't even have to say anything I will sit back and watch the comments just absolutely take it, yeah. rip into the person who's trying everything to me and I just think you you are embarrassing yourself you are showing yourself up especially some people are just they're not even on fake accounts they're just on their own and I, I just think it's cruel I just I just don't think why you would want to do that yeah. I think it, it's just beyond me because I would never do it to someone else but people get their kick out of it they I think there's like a trend where you go on and you be horrible to someone and record their reaction I just think what world are we living in is so ridiculous but I think the good thing with TikTok as well is you can block these people straight away I guess with that other yeah. was, <laughs> no way kept coming and coming and coming and there was nothing you could do um apart from end the live I suppose yeah, but, just have to count you sort of roll with it it was a good grounding though because I've never been scared of video ever since and I will literally <laughs> yeah no that's do good. anything and I'm like yeah just put me live <laughs> so when Hannah that worked with us she was like we're going to do TikTok live and I'm sitting here going Hannah I'm a 40-year-old <laughs> woman. What am I going to talk to people about on TikTok Live? She's like, you love video, you're doing it. So I'm <laughs> sitting here doing this live, and I'm like, this is going to be brutal, and I am fully prepared for the fact that this is about to go south because you're <laughs> just going to come in. And we did. We were like, we don't know how we can use TikTok Live. We still don't really for our type of business. But we just did a session called like co-work with us because I had some stuff to do on a website. And I was yeah. like, I'll just stick my camera on and I'll talk people through what I'm doing. And and I'll just occasionally go back to the camera. And people were lovely. Yeah, like so nice. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, yeah an hour and a half and I'm like this was quite flies as well doesn't it yeah you don't realize how long you're on there for but no people are are so I've had followers of mine send me things for grace like honestly I'm blessed with a really nice community um like I said it's not all sunshine and rainbows but in the grand scheme of things it's not that brutal at all I don't think it's amazing. I'm so yeah. pleased with you that you've been able to use it to such benefit for your business. And I think hearing you talk about it will hopefully make a lot of other business owners, particularly you know, product-based businesses, really think about how they could, you know, spend some time on that platform. Because I yeah, think no, you actually go over there and you see how different it is to be able to share your content. Yeah. Not gonna lie, like when we first started, those first days were quite hard just hard I think one of the things we had to do was figure out what content we needed to produce there and changing it but once we were able to you know chop and change because actually we were doing similar stuff to maybe that we would have been doing for an Instagram reel and the audience is so wildly different Mm. so we had to really fish around I remember doing a video one day I was walking in a field in New Inn near my house and I was like I recorded I was like in a massive scarf and hat and I think I did like t- a business idea that you could start today type thing. Yeah. Like, if I was going to start a business, what would I do? And 
it flew and I was like this is the thing and we yeah. kept doing them we don't do them ever we do a couple of week and then we do a different type of video as well and we switch it up and do some I tend to do if I like it like if I'm watching it myself it's yeah. probably not a business video you know but I'm consuming it I'll think oh how can I do that you know for us yeah like, how can I make it work and we'll try it and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't work but yeah, it's, all, it's trial and error isn't it and I think I personally if I'm watching TikTok that first like three seconds of the video is whether I stay or go so mm -hmm. I think it's just about trying to like draw people in I think people like like that video there where you were just talking I think people like that they like because if they swipe off they're probably thinking oh what else was she going to say so they'll swipe back and I, I think people just keep coming back then because they they just want to know what the end result is of that video I suppose yeah if it's just you know not I don't want to say boring but if it's just not very inviting people will just swipe off and probably never think about you ever again yeah so it is although it is raw and like reality that people like they also do like a bit of a catch I suppose yeah get you captured early yes <laughs> <laughs> people will probably look at my TikTok and be like you're not very catchy at all but I just <laughs> It's just throwing off my life. <laughs> yeah. You're catching the right ones. That is yeah, absolutely amazing, Tamsin. Well done. Congratulations <laughs> you. to you. And thank you so much for all your information on TikTok. If okay. people want to find out more about your business, where can they find you? So TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> um, I am at Made with Grace X on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm just made with Grace on Facebook and my logo is, I don't know if people can see me, they can't, can they? They're doing both video and audio so they can okay. see the video. So for the people watching, that is my logo. <laughs> um, but otherwise it's a, a pastel rainbow with a heart. You won't uh, be able to miss me. It's lovely. We'll put all the links in. Um, we do a blog post that goes along with the, with the podcast. So we'll put all your links in there for people to click Brilliant. if they want to come straight across. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. me today. It was fantastic. Okay. And I had a lovely, lovely chat. Thank you for having me.